Warning. Beards, Brews, and Vinyl Reviews contains adult content and language. Welcome to another episode of Beards, Brews, and Vinyl Reviews. I'm Brandon. I'm Travis. And this week, folks, we think that we are bringing you such a great album that we're not even going to discuss beers other than the fact that I'm drinking my old standby Heineken. What do you got, Trav? My daily drinker, the Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Okay, because this album, I think, folks, it allots all the time that we're going to throw out there for this album. It's one of the best records ever. So, without further ado, let's bring you Thin Lizzy, Jailbreak That's from right. 1976. Classic. Oh, so you want to get into the album cover? Yeah, yeah, let's start. So, uh, I gave it a five out of five. This, I think this is a great album cover. It's like an old comic book, right? Yeah. S- 70s style comic, like sort of the Marvel, Jack Kirby stuff. Uh, I love it. What about you? Um, I gave it a five also. Um, Jim Fitch. Oh, sorry, Jim. Jim Fitzpatrick. You you got to understand, folks. This is not my first beer that I've been drinking, <laughs> so uh, we, we're we're a little excited on this show. So Jim Fitzpatrick um, did the cover, and the thing that I love about the cover is I love the silver and black on the front side, yep. and I I really love how they did the color cartoon version of the band on the little screen on it. Yeah, it's so awesome. And to me. You can't go wrong when you put silver and black like that because it just makes it, it pops to me. No, it's, it's great. I love it. I love everything about it. They even um, in the cartoon version of them there on the monitor, they have their bell bottoms on. Hey, I mean, it was 1976 for Christ's sakes. I know. But, um, you know, and then even if you, if you flip it over on the back, I mean, I like how they kind of gave it like a retro... Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, for a lack of a better word, it's it's kind of acid trippy. The pictures of the actual guys in the band. Yeah, and there's a million uh, album covers that the backside where they copied that. You know, and, that layout. Yeah, I mean, we're you we're just tipping the iceberg on this album, folks, because I, I'm super stoked about this episode here. And since we're still talking about the back part, did you read this little story on the back? Yeah, it was it was kind of like a. Little, I don't know, kind of like trippy alien type. Yeah, yeah, totally ties in with the the comic book cover. I love it. But honestly, it, it's brilliant, and I'm just gonna throw it out there: the whole fucking album is brilliant. <laughs> I mean, if you don't own a copy of this, just go out and buy it before yeah. you even hear us talk about it. Go out and buy it. And this is an OG copy we're listening to at the bottom, so you guys can go out and get it in this format too. It's also available on music cassette and stereo eight track tape. A eight track. Mm-hmm. I can say I never heard this one on 8-track. I heard my fair share of 8-tracks, and you better have a matchbook handy if you're listening to it on 8-track. That's right. <laughs> but, hey, I, I, I love this album. Um, the, the sad thing, and, and I'm not afraid to admit it, when we first talked about doing this album, and I could only name three songs off of it, and I, I kind of was ashamed of myself. <laughs> So you lent me your copy. 
Um, I sat and listened to it, and oh my god, this thing is a rocker. I mean, start to finish. It's short. It's nine songs, you know? Yeah, but it is a great... I'll give it a great eight songs, because you know how our format is. We got we got to do away with one. I'll agree. And honestly, um, you know, our last episode was Afterburner. I had a hard time throwing one away on that. This one was a real easy pick for me to throw one away. And I was surprisingly shocked that I found some that they could almost overtake my favorite cut, but they probably never will because I love the favorite cut that I picked. Yeah. But it was that close. I'll be surprised if you and I don't pick the same track to avoid on this one. It, it's it's obvious when you listen to it. And it's still it's not a horrible song. It's just the track to avoid on this record. I don't know. I think we're going to differ. I All really right. do. All right. Because you got to understand, folks, when we when we do this, we are independent of each other, and we don't know what we're going to say nope. until the day that we're recording, and that day happens to be this day, which is awful shitty. So when we get out of here, we're going to enjoy some chili and more uh, of our barley pops. Mm-hmm. And That's right. It's going to be a solid, well, actually, fuck it. It's Friday, so it's yeah. going to be pretty solid. So, yeah, so we agreed five out of five on the album cover and artwork. Uh, what about overall strong tracks? Um, Jesus, you, you can't. I mean, honestly, you you got Jailbreak, The Boys Are Back in Town, um, Cowboy, Cowboy song. song, Running Back. They're, they're, they're all gimmies. So, honestly, I, I, I mean, nine tracks on the album total and eight are killer. Yep. So... Let's not spend a lot of time on that one because I think we do both agree on that. Yeah, so if strong tracks like it's five out of five for me. Yeah, I'm giving it a five. Honestly, if and like I said, if 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 you're not a fan of Thin Lizzy, go buy this album. And if it's the only Thin Lizzy album you own from them, you've got a solid piece in your archives. If this is one of those records when you're having people over, and sometimes you might not. Pre-COVID, you're probably not kind of people you're not really tight with over now. But if you had like a party and there were people, different groups of people, this is one of those records you put on and everybody's like, gives you the head nod. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, it's a rocker. I mean, if you love rock and roll, you're going to love his album. It is. So, yeah. I mean, I don't even want to keep on the strong tracks. Let's let's get to the favorite. All right. Yeah, this will be a fun one. This, This probably, of all the records we've done so far, this took me the longest to decide because i love every song on this record except the one i can't say every song because the one is it's a it's a total standout but go ahead you do yours so i went back and forth here right but i'm gonna go with just the this the classic the first one that popped in my head and it's jailbreak so jailbreak's your favorite yeah i mean yeah it depends what day you would ask me but that's (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, today I'm going to say jailbreak. That's good. I mean, it is a great song. I'm not going. I'm not going to knock it. Tell I'm me not. That you don't love the wah at the beginning of that. Right? I love everything about it, and I, I especially love when the lead kicks in and it is like super overdrive. Yeah. It's almost like they put flanger on that. And I mean, I can't knock that song. And I know you're not going to knock my favorite song. No. I mean, what would what, you pick? I picked the cowboy song. Yeah, I mean it's it's so good. I mean, I don't get me wrong. The boys are back in town. That's one it could go either way because you hear it a lot. Yeah. But honestly, every time I hear it, 
I fucking love it. It, it, it. it just makes you want to start partying. That's great. And Plus, the bus boys covered it in 48 hours. Do you remember that? No, I don't. And I just watched that movie not too long ago. <laughs> or wait, no, maybe uh, it was Eddie Murphy Delirious. He talks about the bus boys. It could have been. One of those. I don't know. Eddie we're we're drunk people. Yeah. We, we don't care. Anyway. But ahead. yeah, I mean, honestly, to me, for your favorite track, just out of the gate, not knowing this album a lot. You could have went with Jailbreak. Yep. You could have went with The Boys Are Back in Town, yep. which we could have argued back and forth on that one because you hear it all the time, yeah. but it's still a great tune, and I still love to hear it to this day. Yeah. I, you know, I, I When chose, you're driving home from work and that comes on the radio, oh, dude, you, you sing it out loud. And especially if it's like a Friday when you just get out of work and yeah. you're just like trying to get home, beat this Raleigh traffic, and, and get a fucking beer in you. Yeah. I mean, you just like, and honestly, if you're not a fighter, if that song comes on, hell, if someone looks at you wrong, you might want to <laughs> fight them. I mean, it's it's just, that's the, the fun thing that was great about Thin Lizzy is they were just, the, to me, they were the rock band for the common man. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, it, it, you know, you go back, there's a million videos, uh, live clips of them from the 70s, you know, on YouTube. Uh, it's pretty fantastic. I mean, but geez, I, and, you know, but like I said, I picked the cowboy song. I, I just, the main thing, I think why that song gravitates towards me is I love how it goes from slow and then it builds up and then it builds up and then it all of a sudden when <laughs> the, it, when, when, when the one guitar solo comes in, you know, it just wants to kick your ass, you know, yep. and that's what a rocker song should do. But, you know, this song don't only have one guitar solo. It has two. And the second one, when it kicks in, it's like a nitro top fuel dragster. And, I mean, it is just like kicking your ass, dueling guitars at their best. That's so good. That's so good. And, honestly, I think that's one thing that made me fall in love with Thin Lizzy was they were really like the first band that had the dueling guitar sound. And you know, I'm a, I'm a huge rap fan. Yeah. I love rap. Yeah. And to me, I think that's something that rap got from Thin Lizzy. Well, I'm sure. All and a lot of, lot of bands did. Yeah. I mean, I don't know for a fact. I don't know Warren, you know, sorry about Robin. It, it mm-hmm. sucks because I think they could have been so much more great if, yeah he would have been around longer but that's probably for another episode we'll get into that but we're talking thin fucking lizzie 1976 at its finest today folks yeah absolutely uh all right so let's go to uh the next uh, (laughs) side the trek to avoid (laughs) i'm gonna let you go first because i I mean to me it's a it's a no-brainer yeah to me this one stands out right away like the um, the favorite track took me forever to pick, right? Yeah, this that, one that was rough t- for me. Took no time. It's running back. Hey, bud, what's your problem? No problem at all. I think you know where the front office is. You dick! Oh, we got a disagreement on the what? fucking show, folks. No way. Yes way. What do you got? I picked fight or fall. Really? I just. To me, it was just too mellow, and I just didn't feel like it belonged on the album. That's how I felt about Running Back. 
It sounded like to me it should be on Soft Rock over the 70s station. I mean, honestly, Fighter Falls, my one I got to throw away. No, man. No. To me, running back, when I first ever heard it, I, I feel like you felt. Yeah. But the more that I listen to it, it, it I like it. Plus, when I was listening to this over and over, trying to figure it out, after a while, I started saying running back in my head, like, <laughs> like halfback. <laughs> and I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to pick that. No, I mean, I, I, I'm going to stick with Fight or Fall on my end. I, I like that song, though. Well, sell me on it. Well, it's sandwiched right in between The Boys Are Back in Town and Cowboy Song. And I think that may be why you don't like it. That could be. But to me, I just, I mean, and, and I get it. Thin Lizzy, to me, their guitar sounds, they, they it's like they throw a lot of like jazz chords in it. Yeah, it seems like it. Also, I mean, I will say that's the weakest song on side two because it ends with Emerald, which I think is a really good song. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> Don't go uh, too shit. far ahead now. There we go. We'll get into it. But yeah, I mean, for me, Fight or Fall, that, that's definitely my track to avoid on this one. All right, so disagreement there. Because honestly, running back... I mean, if you sit back and listen to the lyrics of it, I think, to me, that's what pulls me into it because Phil was such a great storyteller. Wow. I mean, he was. I would love to go back in time and go to a pub in Dublin and just sit down and have him talk and just have a pint with him, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. God. But, hey, speaking of Dublin, I just... <laughs> I know what you're going to ask. I, I know we have <laughs> talked about this before, and this was before we even had the, the show thought up, folks. Tell 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 everybody about your buddy that went to Dublin that time to go see Phil. So my, my buddy his <laughs> memorial. You got to tell it. My buddy and his wife, huge Thin Lizzy fans, uh, planned their vacation to Dublin, uh, and they wanted to make sure they got a picture with the the, the Phil Lynott statue. You know, and when they get there, there's no statue, but a sign so that it was removed for maintenance. And so the picture of the two of them instead of in front of that statue is a picture of them hugging each other in front of that sign <laughs> Dude, that's fucking awesome and you know what folks that's only rock and roll right there that's, that, right. That, that's the rock and roll god talking <laughs> to you right there i mean you know sorry <laughs> phil's memorial was out getting some bird shit <laughs> but i remember and it was probably five years ago it might have been longer than that when you told me that original <laughs> story and i just have always remembered that but can, can you imagine being there and you're like, oh, it's just two blocks away. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. And you get there. <laughs> Dude, that would be such a fucking buzzkill, man. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah. I love it. I mean, I, I just wanted to make sure that you threw that out there because I have never forgot that since you told me. <laughs> oh, shit. So right. you uh, want to get into the, um, oh, something else about <laughs> that I did. I did take a little bit of notes on, on fight or fall. You know, after I said it should be on a 70s uh, soft rock station, I did say, or in an elevator. So, uh, it, to me, it could be elevator music. I think I think running back could be in an elevator, right? I don't know. <laughs> I think running back's, like, way better, man. Oh, but, man. Eh, fuck it. Let's move on. Uh, this this is always, this is probably my favorite section that we do every week, the, the deep cuts you should be listening oh, to. Oh, this, and honestly, this one here, I had a, tough time because i was going back and forth because i i was I, I wonder if you and i went back and forth between the, the, the there's two songs that stand out there's as deep two cuts. that stand yeah. out yes but when i heard the first one i was like oh that's it but then i heard the other one and then i was like nope that's it so i'm gonna guess right now that i picked 
the one that you didn't? We probably are flip-flopped on this. I don't know. Go Uh, ahead. Warriors. Warriors was my close second because when I first heard Warriors, I was like, that's fucking solid. Yeah. And but you picked Emerald, right? You're damn right yeah. I picked Emerald. I Those are the two I was going back and forth. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, to me, those two those honestly, if I if, if if Boys Are Back in Town, Cowboy Song, and Um Jailbreak were not on his album, I would buy it. For those two cuts, Emerald or yeah, Warriors. absolutely. That's the thing. Those two could be singles. You yes. know what I mean? And God. So so what's your take on it? Why, why did you like it? Uh, th- th- that riff in Warriors is just so... <laughs> I mean, God damn, it's right there. Um, <coughs> Sorry. Uh, to me, both of those songs, after everything else on the album, they are super dark sounding. They are. It's almost like a, I don't know, kind of like a... a it's not like Sabbath, but it's kind of in that wheelhouse. Yeah, it's darker. Plus, uh, I didn't know this till recently. Warriors, the lyrics are about drugs and the dudes that use drugs that feel new, like the famous guys. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, after you say that, I can hear it yeah. in the song. And it, it is a great song. I mean, but, you know, I took Emerald... Cause I mean, the just the and Thin Lizzy was great for the dueling guitars, especially yeah. on, on on this album. You know, this was like the album with uh, Brian Robertson. You know, he was only eighteen years old when they did. Was this he album. that young? Holy eighteen shit. when they did this, and uh, that's I'm, crazy. I mean, what the fuck was you doing when you was eighteen? Was you was you not that doing the dueling guitars? like that not that i can tell you that goddamn i've been i've been dabbling with the guitar since i was like 14 and i still can't do Pre- half pretty sure it. when i was 18 i had a dod grunge pedal plugged into a fender okay so not you a great sound you had a pedal i didn't even have <laughs> that i just you know plugging shit straight into whatever you yeah. know but god yeah. yeah both of those songs are I mean, I'm not even going to argue on that because I mean, like I said, no. I I loved Emerald, and it's an old, isn't it an old uh, Celtic? Is it? I th- I think it's an old Celtic song that they they threw on there. Um, and I mean, it you, could be. I know a lot of their stuff was influenced by that. Yeah, you honestly, those two songs, I can't argue that because both of them are great. Yeah, because I guarantee you did the same thing. Uh, I did. You listen to side one and you hear Warriors, you're like, that's my deep cut. Yep. And then you listen to side two and you get to Emerald, you're like, wait, that's my deep cut. That's that's what I did. Yeah, I, I and, went back and forth too. Um, even, you know, my wife, which is your sister. That's right. <laughs> um, yes, we are related, <laughs> folks. Um, just, uh, she was like, I've never heard that song. And then, you know, we were listening to it and I told her, I said, you know, this is my deep cut. And I said, I really enjoy it. I said, just listen to it, and the phrasing and everything that Phil does on it, and you, you've got the the famous dueling guitars. I mean, you can't go wrong with that fucking song. Yeah, and you, like I said, Warriors is a that was my solid second. It's so great. I feel like um, Scott Gorham doesn't get enough credit as being like one of the best classic guitar players, like the classic rock guys. No, uh, and that's the thing about Scott Gorham. Um, did you ever see him when he was on that metal show? I did. I saw that episode. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, because like like he told the story about Phil. He would like be like yep. Phil come to us, and he was like, 
I got this idea, this and that, and Phil couldn't portray it to them, <laughs> so they were just like trying to just figure it out. And I mean, God, yeah, what it would have been like to been in those recording sessions, it would have been unreal. Oh man, and his tone, you know, like Les Paul through a bunch of old Marshalls, you know. I'm sure they were using plexis. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm guessing. I mean, good lord, but you know that's what's funny about. Um, them is uh, like sometimes when you get that super overdrive sound to me it's kind of like that sound you get out of a mesa Mm -hmm. when you put it on the triple rectifier i mean at that time they didn't have that technology so how was they doing it i mean honestly folks if (laughs) if you're a guitar guy in any way there is no way you can hate on this album because It is so crazy guitar-driven. I love it. Oh, well. Yeah. So, so I mean, that kind of leads us into the next one, like production overall value. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead with the production. I mean. That's five out of five. Pretty much everything on this record for me is five out yeah, of five. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to disagree one bit. So if, if you're wanting us to, like, fight <laughs> each other on this record, folks, you're deeply deeply it's, yeah, sad it's and great when i was listening to it there I, I was trying to find something i didn't like about the production value right there's only only one thing i don't love is the snare sound and it still sounds good but if i'm trying to pick something that i don't like about it it's that that's why yeah. I, I gave it a five out of five because everything's great i do want to throw something in there about the drums mm-hmm. to me this album i mean and and i said it earlier in the show about how uh the some of the songs have they they almost got like a guitar jazz chord sound to them which if you don't play guitar folks anything with a jazz chord is like 10 times super technical than a power chord you never used to playing them so when you try to change those chords yeah but if you listen to this album those ones that are really ringing out to me those are like the jazz chords that i'm i'm talking about yeah and the drums man when he does and it's not so much with the snares the toms it's it's the way he's hitting the hi-hat on this album that's so groovy i mean <laughs> i mean i don't mean that in the 70s but i mean like it's really good no groovy. it's it's like <laughs> you know what I mean? it's like not to put nirvana <laughs> out there but it's like nirvana i'm not talking the band nirvana it's, i'm talking <laughs> yeah. like mentally nirvana it's like you cannot go wrong with this album. Yeah, it's it's just so fucking fun to listen to. Yeah, it is. And if if I had to say, if you were only to ever own two Thin Lizzy albums, this is the first one for sure. You need to own Jailbreak, absolutely. And I don't know if they ever put it on vinyl, but I do have it on CD. It's Dedication because Dedication has all their other great stuff off of the other albums, which the other albums, in my opinion. Do not measure up to this album. The other albums all have really good songs here and there, right? But yeah. there, there's some holes, and I think in some of those albums, right? It's not start to finish like this is. Like yeah, this like, one start to finish is hands down. Like my favorite song by them is "It's Only Money." I think it's on Nightlife, and that's great. But the Red Side album is just so so. This is just like hands down. I mean, it is, and this also was their breakthrough album yeah. in the U.S. Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, don't don't forget about that. Yeah, I think and, I think Boys Are Back in Town made it into the top ten in the singles, if I remember. But you know, John Alcock was the producer on this one. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know what he was smoking, drinking, whatever. 
I don't care because honestly, this album is a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, it, it totally works. So uh, I'm going to say for overall listening experience, uh, we're both going five out of five. Oh, you're damn right. I'm going five out of five. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so good. you know, it's just, it's just crazy album. And this is back in the day too. Like, um, you know, we listen to a lot of ACDC when you go back and look at like the, especially all the Bon Scott era stuff, but even the early Brian Johnson stuff, it was an album every year. And yeah. sometimes you had two albums in the same calendar year. And I think when they released this, uh, Johnny the Fox came out the yeah, same, same calendar year, year right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 76. Like, imagine a major band doing that now, even doing an album every year. Half the time, any time these days, a band's lucky to fucking record something in, what, two, three years? Yeah. Yeah, I think two years or three years is normal cycle. But unless you're ACDC, you you can't really get away with that yeah. because honestly, ACDC can take a ten year hiatus. But they pretty much did, right? They took eight years. God, when did Black Ice come out? It was oh eight. Yeah, I think it was. Oh wait, they had Rocker Bust was after that. I so think that, that was, was twelve. Two, yeah, it was twelve. Okay, so yeah, it's been since twenty twelve. Yeah. And I'm 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 I know I threw it on the last episode. But if you have not heard Shot in the Dark yet, folks, That's good. God, if you love ACDC at all, get the pre-order in on that. Yeah, that, that's a nice uh, a bundle there. Um, I love what they've done. We were talking about this earlier off before we started recording. Ever since like Black Ice and that producer came in and they started doing more. I think it's Brendan O'Brien, I think. Yeah. Since they they started doing more of the old school backing vocals, you know, like the the Malcolm sounding backing vocals, yeah. which was really heavy in the Bond era, and then not quite so much in the Brian Johnson era. I love it. I love that sound. I know, and you know, like we were talking, that song fits in with Flick of the Switch. Yep, it fits in on Fly on the Wall. Um, I, I'm wait, not going to throw. You brought up Flick of the Switch. What's our next episode? I think it's going to be Flick of the Switch, folks. Spoiler right. alert. But I, I'm not going to throw Who Made Who in there because, to me, that was kind of like a best of with just one new song. Well, DT was a new song in it, but it was great for the purpose of they brought it out because that, to me, to this day, is it, we are in October, folks. So it's Halloween. That's right. Maximum Overdrive. Love it. Great movie. I'm, you're not going to change my mind on that. So y'all haters can save the hate mail. We will not answer it because it's undisputable. We love that movie. I saw it in the theater with your wife, my sister. Hey, I know my wife has good taste. She, yeah. she picked my grubby ass for Christ's <laughs> Nice. But yeah, I mean, okay. So we're rambling on about ACDC, but honestly, it fits with the times... It does. Of the sound of the Thin Lizzy album. It, it totally does. But, um, all right. So don't worry, folks. We will bring you ACDC in yep. more doses than you probably want from us. But you're going to get it because you know why? Because it's our show. It's what we want to talk about. Yeah. And like I said, hit us up on the Facebook page, the yeah. website. And if, if you know, we can always come back to stuff. We can take yeah. your guys' ideas and make shows. We're here for you. 
most importantly, because we drink beer on the regular regardless, yeah, so we don't give a su- shit. Yeah. Give us suggestions for uh, beer for us to try or records to uh, to review. But uh, anyway. Or if you're a company, send us free shit. I mean, we'll always too. listen to it. So uh, back to Thin Lizzy. Obviously, neither of us have ever seen them live. No. Um, I, I wish. I know. I mean, that is so sad. I mean, and that's the thing, kids. Drink beer. Don't do, don't do drugs, man. Right. Come on. Leave Brother Ron alone. <laughs> That's right. Nobody wants to hang with Brother Ron. I've lost personal friends close to me. So have I. To that shit. And I'm just going to throw it out there. You know, fuck you if that's what you're doing. Because there ain't nothing in life that fucking bad that you got to just ruin everything with that. And I, I hate it because one of my... I, I mean, I consider him a close friend. I mean... Their band used to play live at the bar that I DJ'd at all the time, and I also bartended. And they would play, like, the boys are back in town. They would play um, the Cowboy song, and it was so great, man. And it's just a shame that people get wrapped up in that bullshit, man. I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there. Tommy Windsor, I love you, brother. Um, I, I, I wish things were different for you. And, you know, Boogie, I love you too. Shagalese, you're always in my heart, brother. <laughs> so, you know, hey, uh, those are great days. And I just wish people would just get off of that shit, man. Yeah. Or not even fuck with it, man. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Especially, we're both from the, the same county in Ohio, Richland County. It's uh, got one of the highest per capita uh, I know it. use rates and it's country. sad man and I, I mean I'm just gonna throw it out there the only bright spot in the fucking state of Ohio is I'm not even gonna finish it because you already know what I'm gonna say the Buckeyes the Ohio State fucking Buckeyes that's right but I mean hey everybody back in Ohio we're gonna give you a big shout out we love you yep. Big J <laughs> Jeremy <laughs> yo y'all gonna be on at some point cousin Dave we got you but y'all stay off that brother Ron, man. Ain't nobody need to be fucking with that shit. That's right. All right. So the recap this week is easy. We it's pretty much five out of five for everything. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, I'm not gonna sit there and piss around with it, dude. This is a solid fucking album. If you do not own this in your collection, you are hurting yourself. Yeah, and d- we didn't really touch on it because we were so jazzed up about everything we're talking about. But so we have an OG copy. It sounds fantastic. The reissue is on 180 gram, and it also sounds really good. It's it's really well done. And, and that's the thing. I mean, and, and being that it's such a, it was a popular album. Yeah. And it was their breakthrough album. I, I'm I'm confident that I'm going to find an OG copy. Yeah, it's easy to find. I'm not even going to try to find the remastered blah 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 i want the og experience because on this one it it'd be like listening to nazareth yeah. you know bands of that era yeah. you want to hear them or stars or anybody like that you want to hear it how it was back then yeah i just try to find an og copy and, th- and they're easy to find uh, and and your copy it, it that thing sounded one, right? banging man um uh, but i've got in my I've got most of Thin Lizzy records, and it's a mix of OG copies and the the reissues. Um, they're some you know we've talked about it before. A lot of reissues, depending on what the master that they took it from, is really tinny sounding and kind of empty. Um, these sound really nice, and that that's a good thing too. Yeah. I mean, you know, some albums, and this goes out to you producers, and this is coming from my simple ass. Don't fuck with perfection. 
this album to me is perfection. Yeah. Even though we had to boot off one song, it's still, you're not going to be disappointed in it. And honestly, if you listen to the one song that you throw away off of it, the more times you hear it, you're probably going to end up liking it because of Phil's storytelling. I mean, yeah, it's great. I mean, at first, at first taste, Romeo and the Lonely Girl is not a real jammer on this. I mean, you're like, what the fuck is this? But if you listen to it, you know, it's like the lyrics, you know, the songs, it's mellow, but the lyrics are fun and campy. The and more, the more, it's one of those songs, the more you listen to. Yeah. Like the first time you hear it, you're like, oh, the, what the fuck's going on yeah, here? Yeah, because uh, when me and Kayla was listening to it and she goes, did he just say what I think he said? <laughs> I said, I don't know. What do you think he said? She goes, sitting on his own EO? I go, that's Romeo and the Lonely Girl. And Absolutely. I mean, shit like that was funny. It's great. And... Oh, we got another dog bark, folks. But that's what happens when you're in the big studio. All right. Uh, so wrap it up for this week. And then uh, next week episode, everybody come back for ACDC's Flick of the Switch. Flick of the Switch, I think, is going to have a little controversy in it. I'm just going to throw it out there. And, and you know how I feel about that record. Though. I know. But we'll go for it. And we'll just see what the fuck happens. But... Overall listening experience, I'm gonna give this album a five. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you don't love it, then I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Other than buy it, it's great from start to finish. The more you listen to it, the deeper you're going to dive into it. Yep. And hundred percent. Hold on, you hear that? <laughs> that that's my notes on this album because I don't even need notes on this. I mean, it is a great album. If you do not own it, get out there and find an OG copy. Yep. Even get the remaster, like Trav said. Yep. I mean, it's it's a no-brainer. All right. Wrap it up for this week? Uh, yeah, but you know, as we do here on Beers, Brews, and Reviews, let's throw a little salute up to Phil. Yeah, for sure. Hey, hold on. And uh, I love the way it hits your lips. It's just so good. <laughs> And as we like to say here on Beers, Brews, and Vinyl Reviews, if you don't like Thin Lizzy, fuck, fuck you. you. Hey, we'll see y'all next time. Take care. Thanks. <laughs>